Welcome to another edition of the broadcast. I'm Vicky Barcelona, and with me, as always, is Ooh, Sarah. Oh, hey. Sarah. Yes. Today's episode, I'm going to kind of go on a weird little bummer and then do something drama. Okay. I so, like it. Before we do that, what is our contact info? Well, we have an Instagram. It's the broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029. Or you can email us at thebroadcast999 at gmail.com. And I recently found this post. It's a screenshot from like a Tumblr conversation. And it's it's, good. it's a little bit more on the heavy side, I guess. Not so fun stuff. But I read it and it really hit me hard uh, in the sense of like, I've been having a lot of conversations with people. As some of you might know, I have gone on the journey of medication in my life. So antidepressants, and I finally got ADD or my ADHD uh, diagnosed, and I'm on medication for that. So I'm finally able to kind of have a little bit more control over my brain. And so one of the things that a lot of people told me when I was about to get on it or thinking about it, so, um, a lot of people said, well, what if you're stuck with it for the rest of your life? Or you're going to get dependent on it? Or you're not going to be the same anymore? You're going to lose your edge? And I was like, well... But I'm tired of the way things are now. Yeah. Whatever is happening right now is not working. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I, and that's what kept me off of it for a long time. Just kind of saying, no, 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 it's, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do these things. Like these medications aren't for me. Um, until then, I finally kind of broke that cycle and got on it. And I'm not saying it's for everyone, but yeah. give it a chance. And I read this and I really wanted to share it with everyone. Um, and it was I, somebody saying... Uh, I honestly hate how art and media have kind of romanticized the idea of the going off your meds and being your true self again. So that's a thing in like movies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's like because like I started taking antidepressants and like I immediately got a new job, found a new place to live, improved my relationships with people in my life. Um, and then completely reconciled my sort of estranged ex-girlfriend. Medication can be rad. And while I realize that's not for everyone, I don't think anyone should be trying to convince anyone that being on medication inherently makes you less of who you are. Mm. Um, and like, like I had seen this, I've seen, I saw this picture somebody drew. It's like what people think medication's like. It's like happiness, yay! And really what it's like, hmm, maybe I'll do the dishes today. Like I can do the dishes today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, somebody else writes, most medication is for helping you to be you again. The real me isn't tired by just walking to the train station. And the real me is not my anxiety or my depression. So they don't define me. The real me is who I am when I'm not anxious and feeling worthless 24-7. Mm. Another person chimes in, medication is supposed to be the chemical equivalent of glasses or a wheelchair. Depending on the severity of impairment, it, tr it tries to help you compensate for what has been taken, been broken, or missing. Oh, I like that analogy. Like, it very much is. Like, and I had did read another thing where it was like, well, yeah, like, you don't, you don't, you don't have to take the medication, but you also don't have to wear glasses. But yeah. if you don't wear glasses, you're just going to be squinting, you're going to have a hard time. Yep. And you could live your life that way. Many people have. I kind of do. <laughs> yeah. But you do that because Sometimes. you're stubborn. <laughs> yeah. But... If you don't have to, why would you? Yeah, this made me think of I still watch Teen Mom. Mm -hmm. And now it's God, 10 years ago, the OGs. And there's two of them um, that are on medication. One of them, mm -hmm. anxious, depression. And then one of them has sever a severe bipolar. Mm -hmm. And one of them is recently kind of, you just see a scene where she's talking to her therapist or her psychologist mm -hmm. about like, hey, maybe like weaning off of these medications. And her psychologist is like, well, the, whatever she's on, the withdrawal will be insane. Mm -hmm. And she said, 
a lot of people are on this medicine for their entire life. Like, yeah, because it helps so much and because the withdrawal and you don't know the complications of that sometimes. Right. And sometimes just getting off this, you'll just be put on something else eventually. And at first she was like really upset about it. But her husband's like, no, like y- y- the way you were before, like it wasn't working. It's amazing that there are things things and Mm -hmm. tools out there that can help like it's fine if you're you know like I would rather feel better and be on something than Mm -hmm. be in that dark hole just to say I'm not on anything right exactly and that's even like the whole edge thing like I've read a bunch of memes and posts and stuff one gal tweeted something along the lines like oh I don't want to be on medication it's gonna kill my edge or kill me as I take my 10th nap and eating a giant meal and not <laughs> after not showering for a week and not talking to anybody for three months. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm going to lose my edge. It's like, really? Is this really how you want to live? Do you want that edge anymore? And even that edge, like that thing, like people would say like, oh, well, are you worried that's going to um, impair your performance? Like in general, just performing. And I'm like, well, yeah, that that worries me. Performing like in the workplace? Yes, like okay. the workplace and even like what we do, podcasts and radio and stuff like that like yeah it does but you know what like I have to try really hard to put on this happy face and I would like to not have to try so hard yeah I'd like to actually be and feel happy right and the funny thing is antidepressants aren't like a switch they aren't like here we're gonna make you feel happy it's just it brings you peace Mm -hmm. is really what it is it gives you enough peace at least for me to go on and do what I have to do like okay This doesn't seem so overwhelming that I can actually do the little things and then actually be able to enjoy the other stuff. You're not battling anymore. Right. Yeah. And I will say, because something happened to me almost 10 years ago now that was traumatic. Mm -hmm. And so I went to a therapist and she thought I wasn't making progress. Well, Mm -hmm. first of all, let me just tell you, grief you have your own freaking timeline with grief oh, yeah. because no one should ever put a timeline on that bitch. Agreed. Because I saw her for about six months and she said I wasn't really making any progress, which I probably was. I mean, I probably was, but in that whole kind of time frame, you don't know mm-hmm. and you don't care. So I saw a psychiatrist, right? Those are the ones I always get the names confused. Yeah. The ones that can prescribe pills because mm-hmm. she couldn't. And so that was like nine months in and I got prescribed there's two main ones, I think. So I got prescribed one of them. Well, Beatron? Yeah. And yep. there's another one. That's so I got, one pres- I got. Pres- prescribed one of them. And one of them I was allergic to. Hmm. So I immediately like hella itchy and was like, okay, that's not for me. And so then I tried the other one. And then that one just kind of numbed me and numbed everything mm-hmm. until one day I actually had like a freak out mm-hmm. and like all the emotions hit me at once. And so I was like, I'm going to get off this one, too. And I and then that was a year. And then my therapist was like, wow, you're making progress. And so, like, I decided to like I tried it out. Both of them wasn't for me. But I told myself, "Okay, I'm going to just try to work through all of this Mm -hmm. and see if I can come out on the other side. And but if not, then I'll try something a different. Right. So it's definitely a trial and error process as well. If you don't if you've tried one and don't like it, that 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 happened to me. It happens. I feel like to most people. And I get real frustrated when people say it's like, well, the doctors don't know what they're doing. It's like they, they, they don't know what they're prescribing you. It's like, here's the thing. Everyone has different chemical makeup. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, like what may work, like fun, like the medication that made you numb makes me even like it exactly, evens right? me out. And it actually uh, it has like minor properties, like it's kind of an upper in a sense, mm-hmm. like a little bit. Um, but it's like a little bit of a stimulant, but it's not enough for me for my AD, ADD. 
So when I had talked <laughs> yeah. about it, they're like, does that not help? I'm like, no, not it doesn't. All, not, not for my brain. I got the real ADD, yo. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it would probably help other people, but not for me. Yeah. Um, so it, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> That's an ADD. It's just, yes. it's the difference between each other, each yeah. person, each, the way we're makeup, makeup, the brain chemistry, mm-hmm. the everything. And it's, it's disheartening. And it's same with like trying to find the right therapist. Yes. It's like, sometimes you have to jump around and is it hard? Is it tiring? Yeah. Do you wish it would be easier? Yeah. Oh, but dude, if yeah. you are serious about it, you, you have to put in that work. You got to keep trying to find one that you actually like. Cause right. the one that you actually enjoy makes all all the difference. Yeah, whether it's therapists. Like, the therapist I have now, I freaking adore her. And I kind of kick myself for not leaving my last therapist or even other therapists in general that I've had. Um, like, I never really connected with her, but I kept going because I have this weird sense of loyalty. Oh, I, I like, do, inconsistency. Yeah. yeah. And then when she, like, I can tell she didn't really like me. Oh! I, I don't think we were vibing is what I should say. Like, yeah. I don't think we were connecting. And with this therapist I have, I adore her. Like, it's it's nice because, like, I feel super connected to her. But it's in a, it's weird because I don't talk to her outside of therapy. I don't do any of these things. But I feel like she doesn't judge me. She understands me. She's yeah, you guys have a bond. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's work. And I don't ever condemn anybody going to therapy. I don't condemn anybody for getting on medication or trying medications or getting off of them. And, like, the best story I have is a friend of mine. Um, funny enough, we met on Tinder, but we became really good friends. Oh, hey. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> and so he told me he has really severe bipolar, like mm. severe and depression. And so he had tried everything. And you meet this guy and he's so happy-go-lucky, you would be like, what? Yeah, I know, right? Because like, he, he's like, I hit it so well my entire life. And I was just, it, it was so hard. And I was ready to like end it all. But I promised myself I would not do that unless I tried everything. The very last thing on my list was medication. He's like, that's what saved my life. Wow. And so he is like animated. He's like one of the most hardworking people and creative people I've ever met. And he's just super fun and just inviting and warm. And I'm just super happy that he was able to find that. So Yeah, that's crazy. I have a friend like that. She mm-hmm. is like you would. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's so weird to me. You would never think mm-hmm. because she's the most bubbly, outgoing, down mm-hmm. for whatever people. But then. I've known her long enough and I've been around right. her. So I've seen the switch and you're like, oh, I'm glad they have something to help you with this. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of people that do struggle with a lot of that. They don't look like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. They look like Tigger. Especially in front of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they just are really good at hiding it and they don't ever want to make anybody else feel bad. Like feel as bad as them. Yeah. So I did say this was going to be a little bit of a heavy thing, but I really wanted to get that out there. Good. So I'm going to give you... Some some fun drama. Oh, okay. I love if you will, let's switch drama. it up. Okay. Okay. So this was basically a Facebook drama. Oh. Uh, posted and it was amazing. Okay. Is it on your profile? No, it was one I found. It was screenshotted. I think it was on a this. I, I'm on this group called the Dungeon, and they post like the most effed up memes. Okay. And like you can't even share them from their page, like because they're so effed up. Yeah, like they they remove the share button option. Dude, let me just say, screenshots are savage. Yes. The fact that you can screenshot a message so easily these days. Oh, oh yeah. man. Screenshot everything. Yeah. Um, so it starts with a, a woman named Helen, and this was uh, posted on her Facebook page, and I think she tagged uh, this person named Caroline, Caroline or Carolyn. Uh, and they're older ladies, mind you. Okay. Helen and Carolyn are kind of older names. Yeah. Carolyn says, keep my name out of your thin mouth. <laughs> okay. And Alicia, who looks younger, maybe a daughter or whatever, 
uh, says, what did Carolyn do, Helen? It's like, well, she stole my broccoli casserole recipe eight years ago and claimed it was hers. Mind you, there's a lot of punctuation and spelling errors, so <laughs> just no. <sighs> Alicia's like, whoa, you really poured the tea on Carolyn's thin mouth, have an ass. Uh, and so, first off, this person is pissed off because she stole the recipe. Oh, yeah. How would you feel if How someone dare. got your recipe and claimed it was theirs? Uh, honestly, probably pretty pissed. <laughs> I'm I'm not really, like, I don't have any secret recipes. I don't even cook, really. But I could definitely see myself getting, if I had a special secret something and we went to the same party and you stole my recipe and made it, could you imagine? I'd probably dump that casserole on your ass. Right. <laughs> as much as I'd like to say I wouldn't care I probably would uh, and I'm trying to like kind of go through and like figure out the post because it's all kind of would you care I feel like you would I, care too like I'd be like bitch I took I, I was the one that that like if they didn't change something uh, out but I'd still want like honorable mention I still feel like like okay let's say you make that buffalo chicken dip right yes like if I took so this buffalo chicken dip Vicky makes mm -hmm. for almost every party if I took that recipe and almost made it exactly the same, but maybe added one different thing. Would you still be upset? Not really, because it's the buffalo chicken dip that I, like, accumulated from, like, two different recipes. And I got the idea from, like, a friend's wife or ex-wife now. Okay. Like, she made it, but she made it with, like, blue cheese. And I don't like blue cheese. So it wasn't and close blue cheese to your dressing. heart. Yeah. No. So it wasn't, like, my family's recipe. Oh, okay. But you're, oh, that makes sense. If it's your family's, you'd but get a little just, more. But it's just, I mean, you know, a little, like, hey, I was inspired by, you know, Vicky always making this, so I made some, too. I'm like, okay. But note that if that is my thing I bring to parties, make something else, because that's what I'm going to bring to the party. I don't know. I'm going to add a little something different, and then nobody we'll wants see your, who, who likes mom better. Nobody wants your vegetarian chicken buffalo dip, Sarah. <laughs> Jesus. I Vegan do, cheese. And, no, I don't have any other vegetarian friends, so just me. All right, continuing on with the story. Yes. So, again, Helen's the one that made the original post. Keep, your, keep my name out of your thin mouth to Carolyn. Uh, then Carolyn responds, the only thing I've ever stolen is the heart of our Lord. Okay. <laughs> Helen to Carolyn. You should have stole some anti-aging cream, you lizard bitch. <laughs> oh. Carolyn back to Helen. And he will forgive me for it. I'll pray for you and you dumpster fire of a woman. To Carolyn from Helen. Okay, inbred Bible-thumping bitch, go cry about that man. That man that don't want you some more. Oh, I like how you're Southern all of a sudden. Well, like, I figured these women <laughs> are don't Southern. Don't want you some more. Uh, Helen, you don't even know my husband. I know where your kid's dad is, by the way. Ooh, in the bed with her. She was too busy doing something to her daddy to go to school, and now she's taking her liter illiteracy out on the honest kind people at least i can read the bible and know the lord is in my heart carolyn honest and kind is that what you call in each of your sagging boobs i almost said the wrong word oh. did your man tell you about my certain skill i'm sorry you're jealous <sighs> mind you these are older like 50s and why would they be friends on facebook i don't know if that really happened i don't know i'm hoping it happened honestly but i'm also hoping it didn't it's like, no, your, your daddy did. At least my boobies are distinguishable from my stomach and neck, and I'll pray for you. No wonder Rodney left. Jesus. Oh, God. Uh, another girl, a uh, lady, older woman, Doris. Doris! Pops in. You're not, you're not talking about my best friend, Carolyn. She's a Christian lady. By the way, none of that was spelled correctly. 
Doris. She's a rotten recipe-stealing bitch, Doris. Careful who your friends are. Ooh. Doris. Helen, I can't believe that. She's singing choir with me. It's like, Doris, it's a disguise, Doris. Oh, God, it's getting good. Doris then, stop now, let's behave. Oh, Lord, wouldn't like your language. You language. You language. Yeah. She can't spell. Oh, no, I hate, hate seeing my friends fight like this. Helen, I used to sing in choir with you, too. What happened? Uh, and then all these other people, like, please, like, tagging people, please read this. Get up really? on this. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell it's, like, the younger people. It's a Helen to Carolyn. First, start by making your neck distinguishable from your dish rack. And I'll pray for you, too. And... That you'll learn to live without a man and stop being so bitter. Life goes on, Carolyn, you musty bitch. You musty bitch. <laughs> dust it off, dust it off. And Carolyn says, you are a rude, nasty woman. I hope you die alone. Aww. Carolyn's like, alone and rich, bitch. Now kick rocks. With the little, like, white waving. I love that. Alone Bye. and rich, bitch. Carolyn's like, I'll kick the crack rock straight out of your little half-breed baby's mouth. It's like, whoa, bitch getting racist. Yikes. It's like, my biracial grandbabies are beautiful and a lot better than the meth-addicted fake Christian bitches you call children. <sighs> oh, putting the families in here. Uh, yeah, and they both basically, uh, Carolyn's like, okay. And Helen just gives her the two thumbs up. And Carolyn says, good morning, and like with a little teacup. It's like, okay, are you trying to spill the tea? What's going on? Carolyn, the racist one, is like, excuse me, you self-degrading trailer trash, stay out of my neighborhood. It's like, trailer trash, said the bitch who got kicked out of Motel 6. <laughs> Carolyn, you don't even know, you don't even, uh, I don't even know you, you need to eat a vegetable, chalky fat a-hole. Ay, ay, ay. Helen, but I've been ignoring this friend's request for days, you want clout, bitch, I'm done here. Do they know the word clout? I'm I impressed. Don't know. I, I am too. I don't know what it is. It's like sleeping or like for fame or for money. Gotcha. Yeah. Helen's like, excuse me, you commented on my friend's post being rude. So I wanted to see what you were all about. Clearly, I can see that you are about being a disgraceful scrub. Still putting my name all over your face space like you know me. If I see you at church, you better look out. Ooh. At church. It's going to go down. It's going to go down at church. I'm going to threaten you at church. It's like, and days is a stretch. I only added you this morning when I first got Facebook so you can get the lies out of your filthy mouth. Oh, it's that like, makes Carolyn, sense. please not, not steal Helen's recipes. My, from Johnny. My. From Johnny Jangles. Jesus. She had it coming. She stole that recipe, yo. Carolyn's like, you dirty hoe for messing with Helen. Carolyn's like, wash your hands and your... <clears throat> <laughs> so this happened recently yeah. i don't know they're saying wash your hands yeah well, it's a new trend now because she's saying dirty hoe i guess i don't know it's like don't at me and then uh because some uh, maria's uh gal named maria got up on in this calling her the dirty hoe for messing with hell in the original poster and it's like Cal carolyn says to maria i will pray for your mother i pray for you but i'm not up for wasting the good lord's time some of these like Old, like older white, you know, lady or the Karens, if you will, their freaking burns are gold. They're great. Yes. It ends with uh, Carolyn messaging, uh, commenting on Johnny Jangles. She being, she being so rude. I am outraged. I will steal her recipes, roll them up, and jam them up her mother's. Oh. Ah. Oh. Hey. Oh. Mm, I didn't know she'd use that word. Carolyn's like, oh, hey. <laughs> I can't say this one either. 
Yeah, I'm not going to say it at all. Like, there's no yeah. way I can try. There's no way you can make it friendly. Mm-mm. Johnny says, Carolyn, that's terrible. I will pray to Jesus. He comes into your heart and makes and makes you not use swearing words. But no, swearing. Again, none of, none of that was spelled correctly either. Hey, it's terrible. And, uh, God, it got me. That was the whole conversation. Dude, it's good to know. The older you get, the drama still happens. Yeah. Especially on Facebook. It's like, don't steal another bitch's recipe and call it your own. At least add some parsley up in that bitch. I feel like, and I'm just assuming they're, like, kind of down south, and mm-hmm. you know, but. It looked like it in the pictures. You know, they probably have a lot of, like, home recipes. Mm-hmm. And they probably get together a lot and, like, Sunday brunch or something, you know. It was so after, I, it's not brunch. It's, like, after church. Yeah, after yeah. church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could see. You know, stealing a recipe being a huge deal. Mm. <laughs> that was probably like the their friend groups like drama right. for like a week. Like, oh, did you see on Facebook? And I'm sure when they go to church, oh hi, how are you? Oh yeah, for God sure. God bless you. Oh my God, that was it. Made me laugh so hard because it made me think of you. Like, if you were an older Southern woman. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, bitch, you stole my recipe? Yeah, I'd probably do it in person, though. I yeah. try not to get on Facebook or any type of social mm-hmm. media fights because it's just a headache because then everyone, like... Everyone can see it and comment. And chimes in, and then it's paragraphs and paragraphs <laughs> and paragraphs. And it's just it's just a headache. Oh, I love God. reading them, though. Same. But that see, was... that, that one's more fun for me to read. You know, a lot of them now are about, like, politics and stuff. And that's not yeah. that's never fun for me to read. No, I mean, I feel like these women need a reality show. Right? <laughs> what is it like the uh, the Southern Housewives? Like, the, yeah, the like real, real old, Housewives. of Yeah, or, like, of older people. Arkansas. Like, grandma style. Yeah. <laughs> the real house grandmas of Arkansas. Right? <laughs> the real house grandmas. Something. Uh, but uh, it, it made me laugh. Like you said, there's a lot of political posts, a lot of everything post it's kind of like i'm sure this isn't even a real post let's be honest i hope it is though i kind of hope it is i don't know i could see like older women getting real pissed about their recipes but i mean i could see that too but i'm talking about like the words they used and stuff like that i'm sure it's been altered a little bit but it made me laugh and so i want to know what's been making you guys smile and laugh during these times i want to get a lot of that and i know we were we started off a little you know in the, a little the, deep. A Sometimes little bit you gotta get in the feels, yo. Yeah, I, I needed. I want. I felt like I needed to get that out there for everyone. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I want to. I want to see what what's making you smile, what's making you laugh. Whether it's you know cartoons, yeah, or, a show, a movie, a meme. What is it? Cats on Roombas or babies on yeah. Roombas? Some weird YouTube thing now. Yeah. Well, that's been around for a minute, so we would love to see them. Send them to us, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.